got the stuff in front of you? I do. Are you ready to start? Sure. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? What up? What up? <laughs> I need to do the shit. I should, like, clip it out of that so one podcast we did, <laughs> and then I'll just throw it into the intro. What up? <laughs> it would make my day better. We should do that. Uh, that'd be awesome. We should take a bunch of clips of, like, funny shit people say, and, and they just like throw it into. edition? <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. All right. You would have to listen to all the podcasts again, though. That'd be cool. It'd be Every once in a while, I'll go back to, like, some random ones and just listen to it. And, there are a uh, few that I enjoy listening to that I'll go back and listen to, but I, I just can't listen to them all like you do. I, I don't like hearing my own voice. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy, uh, like, how much we've talked about. Like, mm-hmm. if you add up all the hours, I mean, we've already done, this will be episode 85, so easily 85 hours. Oh, yeah. But a lot of the podcasts were, one was three hours, a lot of them were two hours. Yeah. They were long. Like, we were averaging out at, like, an hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes for a while. Yeah. They were, like, I couldn't finish it and go into work and coming home. I would have to listen to it on multiple days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. But yeah, every once in a while, going back to uh, to a random podcast and listen to it, it's uh, it was so long ago on some of them. Like we're getting close to, well, I guess we're a year and a half. Yeah. In May, it would be two years. Yeah, but. they'll be like, I'll think of a topic, and I'm like, oh, we talked about that on the podcast, and I'll just like want to see what my thoughts were when we did the podcast versus what my thoughts are now. Like, as time has passed and more things have happened. Yeah. Like, what are my thoughts on the same topic? I mean, it's always, like, even if we've hit some stuff in the past, it doesn't mean we can't ever do it again on the podcast because there's always new people listening. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I've never heard that or it's the first time. Like, there's a bunch of stories that I've told multiple times. Yeah. But, you know, at some point, it's going to be the first time that somebody's listening to it. Yeah, I just know there's some things that we talked about, like, in the moment while it was happening, like when COVID first kicked off and we were in quarantine. Um, and I haven't gone back and listened to those, but I imagine, like, my initial thoughts of COVID when it was, like, taking over the world and my thoughts of COVID now as, like, science has progressed and things have happened and life has changed. I imagine the things I said on that podcast would probably be a little bit different than what my views are now. Oh, yeah, on things like that, on something yeah. that's changed. Well, that not has like, changed as quick. Yeah, not like my views on religion or yeah. education like, or those, like, hard fast things. Like current but, events, though? Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, I, I don't even think we talked about COVID that much. I mean, no, probably just, like, hey, we're in quarantine situation. Yeah, I think that's as far as it got. Yeah. Or, like, when the girls got COVID. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you're causing a ruckus. Sorry, I was taking off my shoes. But yeah, so this week it is Thanksgiving. And I have the whole week off. Lucky ass. Yeah, um, I don't have the week off because I cho- chose to have the week off. But because the kids are out of school. And so one of us had to have the week off and you couldn't take it. No. So so it was I. Um, but we just had you, you took that bullet? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, not not from choosing because I have a lot of shit I could be doing at work. But um, we just have a lot of stuff coming up in the near future. So, um, like having the week off has is going to help me like get set up for all the stuff that we have coming up because there's a lot over the next few weeks. But because it is Thanksgiving week, I figure we could go through some Thanksgiving shenanigans and talk through them. And gratitude. And gratitude, indeed. Be grateful, people. Yeah, so there are the questions on here that's like, what are you most thankful for this year? But I don't want to start with those because that's like a jumping in deep. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about food. And then we're going to debate it. So talk about food and then why 
you chose that one. So it's like a this or that. Okay. Okay. So the first one is on Thanksgiving, not like at, not just random, but like on Thanksgiving day. Would you prefer ham or turkey? Turkey. It's like the sta- every time? It's the staple of Thanksgiving. I agree, but sometimes, like, it depends on how the turkey's cooked. Because there are some turkeys that are like, you're eating bread with your bread. I don't think I've ever had a bad turkey. No? I've had, like, some super dry-ass turkeys. Yeah, like, I've had some turkeys, like, ah, well, this is definitely not the best one I've had. But I don't think I've had one where it's like, I am not going to eat that. I eat it every time. If the turkey, like, if I look at it and it's visually dry, (laughs) I'll typically get ham instead. But I would prefer turkey. Uh, Especially, we've been deep frying ours for the past few years. Top notch. Yeah, deep frying is the way to go for sure. Yeah, that's really good. Just like I'm a big fan of dark turkey and deep dark frying meat it. meat on the turkey. Yeah. Dark meat on the turkey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and deep frying it just makes it juicier. Yeah. Mm, love it. Um, I just like turkey for Thanksgiving because on Christmas I like ham. So I don't want ham on both. But I Christmas, I like tamales. Make a mm. ham for both holidays anyway. All right, the second thing is mashed potatoes or sweet potato casserole? Mashed potatoes or sweet potato casserole? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the brown sugar and the marshmallows. Ma- mashed potatoes because I grew up with mashed potatoes and it's always good. And sweet potato casserole, I didn't start eating it till I was like, I was well into my 20s. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like um, sweet potatoes, but... I typically make it because you like it. However, I like mashed potatoes. Um, I'm in that like weird predicament where if people make like Insta potatoes, I won't eat them. I will like opt out of mashed potatoes because they're not a staple for me. Um, but if it's like a homemade good mashed potato, mm, I'm all for it. All right, the next one is. Um, Cranberries or gravy? Gravy. I don't I don't really do cranberries. Mm, I like cranberries. I don't like cranberries. I like the cranberry sauce in a can. Like or the jelly. Or the cranberry sauce. I really don't do it. But the um a few years ago we were at my brother's house for Thanksgiving and his wife made that like cranberry cream cheese jalapeno stuff. That stuff is that was delicious. The shit. Yeah, I need to get her recipe and make it. Yeah, but when she was making it, she was kind of just like winging it, like throwing all this random shit in there. So I need to have her write it down and send me that so I can make it. This oh, we year. should do it for for this year. Yeah, I'll try. I'll I'll have her send me all this stuff. All right, um, green beans or green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. I like green bean casserole too. Um, I don't know. I make mine a little bit different than most people. So, like, I like mine, but sometimes it can just be, like, bland. I don't know how to explain it. Well, I prefer it because, well, it tastes better. And then just regular green beans is just way too boring. Yeah. Um, It's good when you, I don't know, like, I season my green beans, but just, like, regular green beans i think they're they're pretty bland yeah all right there's one more food one and then it moves away from food but like to some other stuff that happens on thanksgiving so the last one is apple pie with ice cream or pumpkin pie with whipped cream pumpkin pie with whipped cream of course although i really 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 like warm apple pie with ice cream uh yeah i would choose apple pie every time like, I like pumpkin pie, but it's definitely not my go-to. Like, for you, it's your go-to. Um, but if I had the choice of a warm slice of apple pie with vanilla ice cream on top, you're never going to get me to pick pumpkin pie over that. Not once, not never. <laughs> it's just not worth it. So good. Mm. Especially pie. if it's, like, the Dutch apple pie, which is the one that has, like, the crumbles on top. Oh, man, she gone. Mm. I could eat the whole thing. Okay, hold on. Okay, we're back. We have to get the kids to be quiet. They're screaming in the background in the rooms. (laughs) Yeah, so that was like most of the food things on here. But there's a couple other ones that I find interesting that um, 
I think I know your answers, but I still want to get your take on it. So, would you rather host Thanksgiving or be a guest at someone's Thanksgiving? Um, I would rather be a guest. No, yeah. If it's if you're cooking, host. It, like if I have to cook just because I can't cook, it'd be like, yeah, I'd rather be a guest at somebody's Thanksgiving. Uh, Obviously, we would be as a family. <laughs> well, that was what I was going to say. If whoever is hosting is like family, then great. But like we've been to Thanksgiving where it's, it's friends or yeah. whoever. Um, like when I was single, I went to friend's house or where it was just a bunch of friends. And it was cool, but it was still kind of weird. Like, yeah. like this is – it wasn't normal Thanksgiving, right? All of us were just – like single people without family around. We, we're in the Air Force, right? So we're far away from wherever family is. Unless you traveled, that that's where you were at. So did that a few times. And it it was cool. It was awesome having, like, being around friends and stuff and being able to celebrate. But it's still, it's like, well, but it's not, like, family that you grew up with. Yeah. So it was, it was strange. It took some adjustment. Yeah, I would rather host um, just because – of the uncomfortableness one like there are certain foods that I want at Thanksgiving and I know like if I host that those foods are going to be there but aside from that it's when you're a guest at places you're in that weird like are they ready for us to leave um (laughs) am I like can I help in the kitchen should I be cleaning like what are my kids doing I'm just in a constant state of like anxiety. Yes, just like going around trying to find something to do, um, and that's why I would rather host. But also just because I'm more comfortable at home, and I like to be like we travel a lot for the holidays because we're in the military and our family are like our family is always together, but like our extended family is always in different places. So um, when we have holidays in our own home, it just uh, it hits a little different for me. Like I, yeah, I really like it. That and I just want to fall asleep on the couch. That being said, we are leaving in two days to go to somebody else's house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right. Um, would you rather cook or clean? Clean. Yeah. Yeah, just because I can't cook well. I mean, if I'm cooking, if I'm cooking for myself, it, I wouldn't mind cooking. You deep fry but, you deep fry a mean turkey though. <laughs> Cuz all you have to do is put it in there. <laughs> That's um, true. I typically like season it and stuff before you just dip it out there. Yeah, but when I'm like if I have to cook for other people, then I don't know. Very self-conscious about it. And wow. uh so I just rather clean. Um appetizer or dessert? Ooh. Specifically for Thanksgiving? Mhm. Dessert. What's an appetizer? Like the cranberry and jalapeno dip. Um, Oh, yeah, I guess. Like the little sausage balls, chips and dip, queso. Mm. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, For Thanksgiving, I would rather have dessert, too. But appetizers are good. But if I had to choose, it just depends because this is another reason I like to host – I like to have snacks out while I'm cooking. So I'll typically do like a fruit tray, some chips and dip, typically sausage balls, a little like barbecue, smokies, you know, Mm -hmm. just for people to pick pick at throughout the day because I'm not spending time cooking a big ass breakfast. I'm not serving lunch. Like we will eat typically around two or three when the game comes on and that's it. Like I'm not cooking multiple meals that day because Thanksgiving is such a large meal to prepare. And then you get to have turkey sandwiches for the next few days. You get to have turkey sandwiches. Hell yeah. I get turkey out. All right. Um, I know what you're going to pick on this one, but it's Hallmark movie or football game. Duh. Um, I know you pick the football game every time, but I like having the Hallmark movies on while I'm cooking. But when the game comes on, we always put the game on. Um, the next one and the last one for this list before we move on to like the the in-depth questions is... Black Friday or Cyber Monday? None. Well, Cyber Monday, but I don't like doing any of them. Yeah. Black Friday is just a bunch of not. I did it once, I think. Not with me. 
You never know what Friday is me. Okay, well, I don't remember, but I've done it, and I just remember hating it. Yeah. And and, and I don't I don't know when it was, but I just remember hating Black Friday. For one, I just I don't like crowds. I don't like a bunch of people, and that's all Black Friday is. Two, the discounts aren't that great. Yes, like are. you can no, they're not. They're, yes, they are. Like the only things when you were back in the day. Hundreds of dollars. It's worth it. Back in the day when like, it was like electronics, like TVs. Yeah, but that's all you think of when you think Black Friday. All you're thinking is electronics. But all the other stuff you can get, like Christmas presents for the kids, clothes, like dishes, things like that. Yeah, I'm not going to fight a whole bunch of people to try and get those. Okay, we're back. We were talking about Black Friday before we were so rudely interrupted. Second interruption that we had to deal with. <laughs> It's the kids, man. The kids. Yeah, yeah. so Black Friday. Um, I, yeah, I think you're just, when you think about it, you think about like the... The craziness. The ads. You just think of the electronics. like, And TVs aren't expensive anymore, but you don't think about all the other stuff that is significantly marked down. Like one year I got all the kids' entire Christmas for $300 on Black Friday. That would literally never happen with original prices. It's just not worth it. Yes. I mean, 99.8% of the time, I do all the Christmas shopping. So, in your mind, not worth it. But in my mind, when I'm the one out shopping, buying all the presents, it's worth it. (laughs) It's my money, too. I'm not saying it's not your money. I'm just saying you're not the person out doing the shopping. So, you don't realize the difference in prices that are available on Black Friday. Which is nonetheless, because I would 100% rather do Cyber Monday. Because I I want to say over the past, like, probably two or three years, I've done all Christmas shopping on Amazon. I mean, I do the majority of all of my shopping on Amazon. I buy my kids Christmas gift kits. It's not just the wife. I did not say you didn't <laughs> buy the kids Christmas gifts. I just said the person who is in the store picking out gifts is typically not you. <laughs> which is saying that you buy all the Christmas gifts. Okay. Whatever, man. I would rather do Cyber Monday. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm upset now. I know, I can tell. Yeah. For one, the kids came busting in here. And for two, you say that I don't buy any Christmas gifts. That's not what I said. That's exactly what you're saying. No, it's not. Yes. Rewind the tape. We can rewind it. There is a difference in buying the gifts and physically shopping for the gifts. I'm not saying I go out and purchase everything. I'm just saying the person who goes to the store and picks up the gifts is not you. <laughs> and we can argue about this, but that is fact. the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, uh, moving forward. I'm worthless. That's not what I said. Why are you trying to make me feel sorry for you? I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just stating a fact to make and you're you feel getting sorry. upset. <laughs> you're just saying that you do everything and I don't do anything. That is not what I said at all. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, what is We're she saying? We're moving forward because I'm going to get frustrated. All right. Um, these are just typical questions. I guess it's like to keep the conversation flowing at Thanksgiving. All right, so what was the best and the hardest part of your last year? That I buy all the gifts. <laughs> okay. Of the whole of the whole year? Yep. I don't know, that's a tough one to like answer. Snowvid? Would be what the hardest part? The hardest part would be, like, personally, uh, in all honesty, the transition to new responsibilities at work was probably the hardest piece. Like, just because just mentally it's exhausting. And then, like, all the... it It drained me mentally, which eventually, like, made me physically exhausted. So just tired all the time. Still am tired all the time. And then, but like all around, 
Um, the water outage was pretty bad. Yeah, that was difficult. I don't think it was like the hardest part of the year because we weren't like alone in those struggles. The whole city was going through it. Yeah. So there was like amenities that, I mean, like we didn't have water for a week, which sucked. Um, we didn't have power for a, quite a few days. So that was pretty bad. Um, but the city tried to make the, I mean, we had like, we have a wood burning fireplace. So that was, I don't know. Yeah. It like gave off light and heat, <laughs> which I'm sure there are many people who don't have that amenity in their house. So they were without, um, but yeah, that Snowbid was a, a rough go at the beginning of the year. Yeah, Snowbid and then it knocking out the, the power and the water. The power wasn't bad. When the power went out, it was all right. Like, we were still fine. But once the water went out, that was like the real, yeah, oh, man, this really sucks. Because you had to figure out a way to flush the toilet. You couldn't shower. Um, that gave us real first world problems. Yeah. Like, this is how people live normally every day, and we were, like, uh, two days in and on the struggle bus. Yeah, couldn't figure out our lives. What about the best part? The best part of 2021? Um, he's getting pro- promoted. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, we, yeah, getting promoted. We got through 75 hard, ran a Spartan race, Two traveled Spartan a races. little bit. Yeah. Those those are probably like the highlights of the year. Yeah. I enjoyed the cruise. The cruise. It's our 10 year anniversary. Um, yeah. So the best for me was probably like just getting a week away to unwind on the cruise for our anniversary. And did I say the worst? You didn't the say best. the worst. <laughs> that was the best. The worst. Um, I don't know. This year's been a struggle in a lot of ways. There's been a lot of ups and downs this year. Um, but I would say not the worst necessarily, but one of the hardest was kind of like how you said, just moving into a new position and then trying to figure out like where my career is going from here. Because, I don't know, like, I'm probably going to be moving positions again soon, but nobody can really tell me where I'm going or what I'm going to be doing. And I'm kind of, like, in a limbo right now, and I hate every second of it. I'm just in a constant state of anxiety of not knowing, and I just, that is not for me. Yeah, that sucks when everything's up in the air like that. You don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully I'll get promoted next year. That would be ideal. And then my path may solidify a little bit. But until then, <laughs> it's just in the air. Yeah, we'll find out in, in May. Is that when the results come up? In May, yeah. I'll meet the board in January, February. I don't know. I'd have to look it all up again. It's kind of like been off my radar for the past few months. I just I don't want to think about it because I don't want to get my hopes up. So I'm kind of just standing by to stand by. All right, um, what is the one thing that you enjoy most about the city that you live in? Um, the one thing I enjoy most, the convenience of everything. Yeah. Um, that's like everything's pretty close by, and if it's not close by, you can get there really quickly because there's virtually no traffic. Like there's... Yeah. You're not waiting in traffic jams for half an hour, an hour. You just, you drive somewhere and it's pretty much just like a steady pace all the way. So you can get to anywhere in the city in 15 minutes. And that's not because things are super close. It's just, there's no traffic. Yeah, that's one thing I'm really going to miss about here when we move. Like, because really no matter where we move to, there's going to be some semblance of traffic. Yeah, the, and the traffic's really going to be worse. Here. Like, I... Coming out of Florida and the Herbert or Pensacola area, like 
uh, I try to think back like, man, how the fuck did we get through it with all that traffic, you know? And then you start thinking about San Antonio. It's like, fuck, how did we get through that with all the traffic every single fucking day? It's just a norm for us there. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like anything else, it becomes a norm. But then once you deal with it again, like every once in a while when we go to San Antonio, the traffic is just horrendous and it's frustrating and it like drives your anxiety through the roof. But, I mean, if you think about it, like, we went from Vegas to San Antonio, which is, like, big city to big city. But Vegas wasn't bad, though. Traffic wasn't bad on the highways, but it was bad on, like, the roads, if that makes sense. Like, just the side roads that you traverse when you're living in local It was just, like, constant. Yeah, like, just... Yeah, but you were never, like, standstill traffic. Yeah, but I mean, like, compared to here, there was traffic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went from Vegas, where there was, like, mild traffic, to San Antonio, where it's constant traffic. And then from San Antonio to Hurlburt, or to Navarre, Florida, which is a four-lane highway for everybody in the entire area to use, and it's the only road you can use um, to here. So we went from, like, traffic to traffic to traffic to here. So now when we get in traffic, it's like such a fucking inconvenience. But we were used to it for such a long period of time that like from San Antonio to Hurlburt to like all those things, it just was like it's traffic somewhere else. But now that we're never in traffic, when it happens, it's super annoying. Um, But yeah, like I've been, the more I kind of think about where we're going to go next because i mean we're like six months away (laughs) from putting in the list to where we're going to go yeah not six months from moving but six months from actually being uh yeah we're like we're about a year and a half from moving yeah six months from being eligible to decide or try and decide where we want to move yeah so the more i start thinking about or keep thinking about like the places that we want to go or like what's the best for the family um Traffic is one of the things that comes to mind. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and it's because it takes so much of you. Like, you don't realize how much of your time you lose in traffic when it's your norm. You know, because, like, if I'm working a normal 7.30 to 4.30 job, right? Like, I have to leave to be at work by 7.30 and I don't get off until 4.30. Um, That gives me, like, maybe one hour in the morning with the kids and from 4.30 when I get off work until like 9 o'clock when the kids go to bed. So it's not like a lot of time to spend with your kids. And they're at school th- during that time. So it's not like I'm just not spending time with them. But when you're in traffic for like an hour or two hours, it's time taken away that you could be spending with your family. or You still have to do all the normal parent things like take them to sports and cook dinner and clean your house. And <laughs> yeah, it's a it just pain. It makes it an inconvenience. Yeah, it just extends everything, and you run out of time quicker. The only thing I I do miss about, like, traffic, like, the one positive to it was, like, all the, the books and podcasts that I could run through. Yeah. Like, here, it, it's hard to do that, unless I'm listening to them at home or, like, doing yard work or whatever or working out. It's like I get a few minutes in into the podcast or the book or whatever it is before I'm at work and yeah. whatnot. It's fast. Yeah. Which, like, oh, big problem. Not really a problem. It's just like, eh. It sucks because the drive at at Herbert Field was anywhere between, like, 30 to 45 minutes. and To go 13 miles. (laughs) Yeah. And you could knock out a bunch. Like, that's uh, an hour minimum of listening time uh, for your commute. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, in... I mean, now we live on the other side of the city away from the base, but when we lived, like, right beside the base, our drive to work was, like, two minutes. Yeah. So you really could accomplish nothing in that time. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I would say the thing that I like the most about this city, um, I like that it's on water. Like, obviously, it's a, a lake, but I like that there is water near. I just, it's something that I enjoy. And um, I like that you get the small town feel but you have all the amenities that you need. Like there's big box stores, there's sit down restaurants. It's not like 
like Navarre had like the small town feel, but there was nothing there. Like if you wanted to do anything, you had to go to Pensacola or to Destin. There wasn't really like a like sit down chain restaurants or anything like that. It was pretty like yeah, basic all of them, there. All of them were like uh, mom and pops yeah. uh, type deals. Although some of them were pretty fancy, but yeah, yeah, the bit the big chain restaurants you had to go outside of Navarre. So, like, here, you get the small-town feel. Like, it's not – I mean, it's a big city here. I wouldn't say, like, huge city, but it's a big city. 100,000 people. And it just – it it gives you a small-town vibe. Yeah. So, I, I like that. All right. Um, what is your 2022 resolution? Ooh. I haven't even thought about that. The 2022 resolution. On the spot. Um, we're going to hold him to it, guys. Yeah, hold me to it. I don't know. I was thinking about running a marathon again, but I don't I don't know if I want to train that long for for a marathon. Uh I I honestly 2022 resolution finish writing my book. Yeah. That's a good one. You're pretty far into it. Yeah. Although I haven't added much to it lately. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the same. Like, I really haven't thought about my resolution at all. Um, I kind of got to the point where we would just, like, set goals as goals came up. So it wasn't like a wait until January time frame to do it. Um, but the one thing that I do want to accomplish in 2022 is to... Um, to finish at least half of my dissertation. Ooh. So I'm, I wouldn't say I'm behind, but um, for the beginning part, like I've got in my dissertation um, research topic approved by my dissertation chair. So my research project is approved. Um, and the next step in that was to do an, a bibliography of 25 sources. Um, and that's just a start, right? So you need 25 sources to back or argue against your research topic. Um, and you have to write them in the, like, bibliography format. So it's like a summary of it, the source, the title, um, how you're going to use it to further your research. And I've only done, like, seven sources. <laughs> so I have quite a bit to go. Um, and then once those 25 sources are approved, I can go on to... Um, work more on the actual research so I've done like part of the first chapter of my dissertation but I still have a lot to go so I need to I need to buckle down and and focus on that and hopefully next year we'll be more steady <laughs> in our lives so it'll give me time to work on that hopefully <laughs> hopefully there was just a lot this year that went on um some trips that we went on that were unplanned, um, things that, that took away, um, we were doing 75 hard and that, um, not an excuse by any means, but I took an academic break during that time. Um, I took another academic break at the beginning of the year during Snowva just cause we didn't have power. So I couldn't like work on homework. Um, so I've been out of school a little bit this year, but back on it now so all right what is your favorite childhood memory of thanksgiving oh man um let's see just trying to rack my brain um going back to all the childhood thanksgivings that i had um i don't know no I don't know if I have like a specific Thanksgiving where it was just super memorable. That's how I am. Like I remember Thanksgiving in the essence of Thanksgiving, but I don't remember like Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, because I mean like you guys, from what I've seen, just like as an adult being married to you, but you guys like Thanksgiving was very formal. Like people dressed up, they... Like, you guys set out tables, do, like, play settings. Like, it's a very formal occurrence. 
Um, for us, it was like the guys hung out in the front yard, like played catch and drank beers, and the moms were in the kitchen, like cooking all day. Um, and then it was kind of just like an assembly line. Like everybody got a plate, walked through, put food on their plate, and then we just sat around the house and like chit chatted. It wasn't like a like we didn't have we didn't all sit around a table or whatever. It was kind of just a you know, everybody eat and then the kids went outside and played and the parents did whatever the parents did. But um, the one thing I always remember, well, not always, but from the time my grandma moved in with us until the time that I left for the military. Um, the night before Thanksgiving, we would always make banana pudding. Mm. That was her. That was her thing. Her jam. Banana um, pudding. So I always remember, like sitting with her at the table and making banana pudding. <laughs> so weird. But it's a it's a good memory. Uh, yeah. I don't know. My my mom always used to like take the drumstick. She always reserved like a a leg for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's weird. I'm trying to like rack my brain over Thanksgiving memories, and I'm just drawing a blank on like all the Thanksgivings that are from way back then. Thanksgivings, Thanksgiving days, however you say that. Um, and I can't come up with anything. It's weird. There's like nothing that you guys did that was like tradition, like the football thing that you were talking about or no the turkey bowl we did that one uh and it it wasn't even with family it was with like buddies uh a few friends of mine from the neighborhood that uh, we just went out to to one of the middle schools and we played but man that was like in 08 09 one of those years it was one of the two um i think that same Thanksgiving, I ended up going over to his house at night because maybe it was the day before, <laughs> and we were just just drinking because his family, they did something where they like his dad made this big ass pit in his backyard, yeah. and it's like six, seven, eight feet deep, and he got turkeys from everybody, and he just smoked them for the entire night. Oh yeah. Um, and then the the following morning he just delivered them to everybody or they would come get the turkey or whatever, but they spent the whole night just like, uh, smoking the turkey, drinking beer and shooting the shit. So I did that one year with him. Uh, that was pretty fun. I remember there were a couple of years where like, I wanted to go to my friends cause I was older and my parents were like adamant that I needed to be at home on Thanksgiving, but like we never, it was never like a family affair, you know, <laughs> like. Like, we were all doing something together. It was kind of, we all went to our own corners and did our own things. And so I would always get frustrated. Like, why do I have to be here? Like, we're not even doing anything. Um, but, I mean, I, now as an adult, as a parent, I understand it. Like, it's just, you want your family with you on the holidays. But, while I don't think us, like, as our family does anything formal, we at least, like, all get together and sit down when we're eating. Yeah. Um. But throughout the day, we kind of hang out and do do whatever's happening throughout the day. All right. Um, what is one thing that you are thankful for but want to do differently next year? One thing that I'm thankful for but want to do differently next year? Uh... I don't know. That's a weird one. Yeah, like, when I read it, it's like, what's something... I don't know how to take it. Like, in my brain, I'm reading it as like, what's something that I'm glad I could do this year, but still want to change next year? <laughs> um, mine would just be, I guess, like, I'm extremely thankful for my job. Like, the fact that I have a job and I'm secure in it. Um, but one thing that I want to do better next year is turn work off at work. Um, like when I leave work, I want to be done with work. I don't want to bring it home. I don't want to obsess over it. I don't want to spend my off time worried about work. Um, and I think I did a lot of that this year where like even on my <laughs> freaking today, for example, I'm on leave. So leave is you don't work like you're. You do not do stuff for work because you are officially off duty. Um, and 
four hours today I was on the computer doing work, which is frustrating in itself, but also um, it's something that I just want to do better next year. Like when I'm not at work, I don't want to, I want work to be turned off. But I am thankful that I have a job, something that uh, I'm secure in. Yeah, that's that's something I need to get better at as well. Um, since I've promoted, like that's, I guess the added responsibility in trying to learn something new. Like I haven't been able to turn work off uh, since then, uh, while getting home. So it's weird. It's like thinking about it, and that's where like all the dra- daydreaming goes to. Um, where before I got promoted and I was just like in a standard role, it wasn't an issue. Go to work, do my job, come back, no worries, right? Yeah. Like I, I could shut it off immediately, and now not so much. It's just like fuck. I'm on. I'm. My mind is always going, and a lot of time it's not even productive. It's just like, it's just anxiety yeah. building up, and knowing that there's something that I have to accomplish or or get done or whatever. Um, but yeah, so thankful that I got promoted, but would love to regain the skill of just shutting off work. Well, not at work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, like, I want to do differently in 2022 than I did in 2021. But um, that's that's probably at the not the number one, but definitely at the top of my list of things I want to do different. All right. There's just a couple more here. This is, like, the last ones. But, um, and I don't know. This is kind of going to be, like, weird ones because you said you don't really have that many conversation or that many like memories of Thanksgiving but um like aside from Thanksgiving what was your number one favorite thing about where you grew up aside from Thanksgiving yeah so like not just focusing it on Thanksgiving day but what's the number one thing what is your number one favorite thing about where you grew up we grew oh. up in vastly different places, so. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, there's there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, one thing for sure was all the friends that I had. Um, so I had my best friend, and he lives right across the street, and... And then I had all my other friends that I was really close with in the neighborhood. And, I mean, there was probably like seven or eight of us total. And we got into a lot of trouble together. We had a lot of fun together and did a lot of shit together. Uh, So that was awesome. And did it all through while growing up. Um, And I don't. I know not everybody gets to have that experience. So I think I'm just like really lucky that all of us were really lucky to have that experience uh, where you just had like a big group of friends to grow up while you were like really from our adolescent years all the way through, through high school. And then we maintained it a little bit after high school. um, And then everybody just kind of went their own separate way. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, I'm kind of the same as you. There's a lot to to unpack there, as you said. Um, But I would say my number one thing is just the, uh, and I don't think it's necessarily where I grew up as much as when I grew up, but just the, um, the ability to go out with my siblings without fear. Um, I think it, it has to do with both when and where I grew up, I guess, but like, I mean, there were days where we would leave, like, as soon as the sun came up, and we wouldn't come back until nighttime. We'd yeah. have, like, a backpack with some stuff, and we'd go off in the woods. When we came out of the woods, we'd be in, like, a random person's backyard, and we'd just, like, mosey along to the road until we found where we were at. Um, but having that ability to just, like, me, my brother, and my sisters. So there, were, I have three sisters and a brother, um, and we would just get lost in days you know just going out doing nonsense um but those are some of my best memories growing up it's just like we were never fearful of like who was around or something bad happening to us we kind of just like did our thing and we knew if something happened I think it was like almost a subconscious knowing but like 
if one of us got hurt in the woods or if something happened, like we could go find any adult and they would be able, they would help us. Like we were never afraid. Whereas now, like I don't even want my kids in the front yard without me being able to visually see them just because times are so different. But I think it's also the place, um, like the place of where we grew up. So uh, that was, I would say that's probably the top of my list of like my favorite things because there's a lot on the other side of not favorite things of where I grew up. Yeah, so. same here. Uh, we did the same thing and like just run around without a care in the world. I I don't. I think. I think our parents. Um, and I'm just assuming here they kind of had the same fears that like we have now. Um, but I think like everything's so much more accessible and and you see news like constantly right in mm-hmm. front of your eyes um where back then it was like all you saw was the 10 o'clock news yeah. and if you missed it then you read about it in the newspaper and if you didn't read the paper then you only heard about it when somebody told you right to when yeah. you were gossiping with your friends and that was the only way like information really got passed along so all these bad news stories all all the fears that like get put into you because you're reading these stories wasn't as bad as it is like now now constantly like scrolling through facebook or whatever social media that you have um and you know you always have your phone so you can always be watching a news story you don't have to wait for a specific time it's just now 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 constantly right or all the youtube stories or like your crime junkie podcast like you're constantly listening to that stuff right so that you're just hearing all the negative shit so that's all you're thinking when it's like if the kids are off by themselves like that's all that's running through your head uh, because and and then you also take into consideration or like what you did as a kid and then you start thinking like damn i put myself in some pretty shady situations yes. like that could have gone sideways quick and i know i think that all the time and i'm just like well there's no way i'm gonna let my kid get into that kind of situation where there's a chance that something could happen to him so combine those two and then you get the helicopter parents that we are now yeah I, it's i've heard it called the fear of convenience where it's just like the sheer convenience of information at your fingertips cause almost irrational fears like yeah like i'm afraid that a hitchhiker is gonna take me and chop me up so i'm like not gonna walk along highways at nighttime right like these are just i, w- I wouldn't say irrational but these are fears of like one in a million times that would happen to you. But because you've heard it somewhere, the sheer convenience of information available, you get all these fears of almost everything. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's just, it's the chances. Like, the chances of a lot of this stuff happening are, they're, they're low. But they're there. Right, yeah, but they're there. They're always present. Um, but... Um, I lost my train of thought. So yeah, the chances of these things happening is always present, right? It doesn't just go away. Uh, some of that stuff you won't be able to control, but the more you think about it and the, the more you worry about it, the more you fear it. And that's what happens when you're, when you have your phone and you get these constant updates and then you get the Amber alerts constantly, right? Unless you shut it off. But I, I mean, how often, do, how, how often does your phone go off because of an Amber alert? And you're like, Oh shit, you know, that could be my kid. And then, yeah. uh, and, and things like that. So that's kind of like, yeah, the, the convenience of information is always there where back then it's, it's like that. And you know, also, our parents, they didn't have a choice but to to leave us in the care of our our older siblings or just leave us, like, home alone at eight, nine years old, right? They, they didn't have the money to get good daycare providers or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, or, like, leave you with older grandparents that aren't really watching you. <laughs> they're, just, they're just there, right? Uh, it's all... It's so like if something happens, they can be like they were in the care of an adult. Yeah, like there's an adult there. At least an adult has, you know, they can do something. Yeah. Um, but like my grandparents, like they were old. They were in their six. I think my grandpa was in is close to his eighties. Um, when I was little, and 
I ran around the entire fucking neighborhood and beyond, and they couldn't do anything about it. They didn't do anything about it because what? You were probably gr- supposed to be like next door or something. You were a badass kid. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that, 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 like they say that like, hey, just you can go to your friend's house. Don't go anywhere else. Yeah, but I mean, if you can't enforce that, yeah, that's I was I was gonna do it right. Then th- that's what I did. Like my grandma's not gonna run down the road. And, and and try and chase me down or go knocking from house to house to like get me home like yeah. should my mom would get home my grandma would be like well he left and i told him to come back he didn't come back so <laughs> what do you want me to do right like i, I made him lunch he ate he's good <laughs> and then that's when my mom or my sister would go chase me down um yeah. but yeah and then i think of i think of the girls like that it's like fuck man if if uh luckily like our parents are still capable right so they can do something but like if we left them in the care of, of somebody that was like my grandma like i would be anxiety i'd be a wreck like i wouldn't be able yeah. to function he's like well what if elena just decides to like fucking go play outside and take off and go r- run through the wilderness like i did not wilderness but like the point where it's no longer a neighborhood yeah like what if she went just going down the train tracks just for the hell of it, right? Just to explore. Oh, man, I get anxiety thinking about it. Yeah. Like, Elena is, is eight. Yeah. I was doing that shit at five. Yeah, I don't re- I don't remember. Well, I have memories of being in daycare. Like, going to a daycare facility. Um, and my memories are very vague. Like, I remember how the, the like, kitchen area was set up where we would eat lunch and i remember getting off the bus at this daycare and watching days of our lives at two o'clock every day that's my extent of memories of the daycare Uh, i don't remember how old i was or anything but my young like some of my very vivid memories are of being in like second third grade so elena's age like seven or eight and just at home by myself like no adults (laughs) and i mean ashley's two years older than me so she would be like nine or ten but she was like the supervisor and she didn't give no shits she still don't give no shits but she was in no way watching us it was kind of like you know the rules don't do something stupid i'm out um but yeah i just don't i don't have memories of us i mean i do but my most vivid memories are just all of us at home by ourselves with no parents especially in summer like yeah in summertime yeah, we would wake up, and I know it's a meme now, but like there would literally be like an envelope with some writing on it that's like, "Do the dishes, put hamburger meat out." Uh, you have your chore list, right? <laughs> yeah, and that was it. Like that was that I was mean, our days. Yeah, me, Monica, and Chewy. Like that's how we grew up. We just we stayed home during our vacations, and we had weird vacations where um, it was like month to month, or I don't know. Like we never got a full summer vacation. We got a month long summer vacation went back to school and then we got like a fall vacation and then went back to school and then a Christmas vacation. It was weird. Yeah. So we were like always at home by ourselves. And then like, I remember being in sixth grade, I was what, 10, 11, however old you are in sixth grade. And I was carrying my little brother to the middle school um, for Eddie's eighth grade graduation. And I'm eight years older than my little brother. So he was like three. (laughs) <laughs> like me, a fucking 11-year-old taking a 3-year-old crossing a main uh street, like a busy street to across a canal and through these shady ass abandoned apartments where people were like fucking constantly getting high and who knows what else in there and then jumping a fence and crossing the fields to get to a middle school gym for my best friend's 8th grade <laughs> graduation. <laughs> Like I remember that, and then I remember like the vice principal principal coming up, and 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 talking to me, and he was, he mentioned something I don't remember what he said, but I just remember telling he's like telling me like yeah I saw you guys crossing the road, <laughs> like I I had my brother in hand and we were crossing that main road, and oh I guess he, he saw us, he's like do you guys need a, a ride back? I was like no nah, no nah, we're we got it we're riding back with my friend we weren't we walked <laughs> back, like. Granted, a straight line from my house to the middle school that we went to was maybe a mile and a half. Like, That's far for a three-year-old. 
Uh, but I, I took him. But he was like hanging out with yeah. his big brother, so he probably didn't care. Yeah, and like during we play, I played baseball in middle school, and I was always taking my little brother to baseball practice with me, and uh, my mom would end up picking him up from the practice. <laughs> so we were on vacations when I would, I was, I had baseball practice. I would take him with me. Sometimes he'd play and he'd just hang out. Other times he'd play wear himself out and he'd fall asleep on the bench while I was at while I was having baseball practice and then but all the time my mom was coming to pick him up there at practice yeah it was it's just the norm but I mean you think about that now and like I think it has a lot to do with the the location too because you think of big cities like New York LA Chicago like I think the way people grew up there are probably different than like small well you didn't come from a small town but like small towns like where i came from where people don't lock their doors and like that drives me nuts like like times are just different but okay moving away from that one we'll do two (laughs) more questions so this one like kind of has a story before you get into it but um says the i'm gonna paraphrase because it's long but one of the top things that people are thankful for each year is the way they were able to spend their time on things they enjoyed. So if you had one hour extra every day, how would you spend it? If I had one hour extra every day mm-hmm. just to spend it on. Just if you had one extra hour, how would you spend it? Oh, man. Sleeping. Sleeping. No, I don't know. Uh, okay. So what are the answers that don't make you seem like an asshole? Right, spend more time with the kids, right? Well, like, I will say I dislike the question from the beginning, but I'll answer it's it. It's a loaded question. I dislike it because people want extra time because they're bad at time management. Um, I'm not good at time management. Like, tonight we cook dinner, we watch Yellowstone, we're doing a podcast, and I still have to do homework tonight. So, like, I have that going for me, right? Um and I didn't work today, so there was no reason I couldn't have done my homework earlier today. I just think that an extra hour is time to fill with nonsense. Like, you could have an extra hour every day, and it would probably be productive for, like, maybe a couple weeks. And then that hour is going to get filled with nonsense just, like, every hour of your day. Um, but should I have an extra hour where that hour could be set aside and I could choose to do what I wanted in that hour and it could not be filled with nonsense? Um I would use it to literally sit and do nothing and read a book. Like, that's it. Just, like, a book that I want, like, no kids interrupting me every two seconds. Just, like, an hour to peacefully just relax. Because even when I have days off and, like, the kids are at school or, like, you're at work, the kids are at school, and I just take a day off just to have a day to myself. After maybe like an hour, I start to feel guilty. Like I could be cleaning the house. I could be doing laundry. I could be going to the grocery store. Like I'll I'll gaslight myself into feeling guilty for literally just relaxing. Um, and I know you always even, tell me. Even though I tell you all the time, don't feel guilty. Like just I relax. Know. You tell me every time like it's good just to have a day off and relax. And, and I can do that. But after, like maybe two hours tops. I'll start to feel guilty. I know. And then when I have days off and I just, like, I do that stuff, I don't feel guilty, but I get anxiety because I know you think that I should feel guilty. I don't think you should feel guilty. Um, Or the, it's the, time that could be better spent doing something productive. I don't think so. I think, like, having time to relax is good. Um, what gets me frustrated I just get frustrated when there is there is time available and you choose to do nothing. But then when we need to do something, that's the time that you want to do all the things that you could have done in your downtime. That gets me frustrated. Like, because downtime is not to take care of all those other stuff. That's not what I'm saying. Downtime I'm just saying if you know there's a list of things to do. There's always a list of things Or even if there's like do. one or two things to do and you... Are like, okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to relax all day long. And then I'm like, all right, we need to X, Y, or Z. And you're like, oh, well, 
you can do that and I need to do this. That gets me frustrated because you had the time to do those things and you chose to wait until I needed you for something. That gets me frustrated. I see the concept. That's like, that's like a whole nother fight that we can have on another day. But that in that instance, that gets me frustrated. I see that concept as like work. There's always going to be more work to do. So go home at a reasonable time. Yes, but if that would be like me saying there's always going to be more work to do, but go home at a reasonable time. And then you go and, hey, can you pick up the kids today? And me going, oh, shit, there's more work. I have to do it right now. And you're like, you could have done, like that can wait until tomorrow. And you're like, nope, need to do it right now. Like that's how I feel when it's you do nothing all day and then I need you to do something. And in that moment that I need you to do something, you're like, oh, well, I have this other thing to do. That gets me frustrated. But that's besides the point. But yes, I don't like the question because the hour will inevitably get filled with nonsense like many of the other hours in the day. And you never answered the question of what you would do at the extra hour. <laughs> Probably nothing. <laughs> to be honest. And then the last question, because it is Thanksgiving, what are three things that you are thankful for? Mm. Uh, to be totally cheesy, but to be totally honest. Uh, life, family, and health. Those are good ones, though. Um. Yeah, and those are the basic ones, right? Like, hey, I'm still, I'm still living. I get to go through whatever this life is, good, bad, great, ups and downs. Uh, and then I have somebody to share it with, people to share it with. Um. Because I've been on the other side where it's like completely lonely, and you don't have anybody to share it with. And then health. Although I'm not as spry as I was when I was in my 20s. Did you just do karate? Yes. He just did karate. I'm still <laughs> relatively healthy, right? And then with a few health scares, um, I'm still able to uh, get around on my own. So I'm still independent. Um, I can still do things like exercise. Um, yeah. Like I can still play with the kids. So basic stuff uh, that we tend to take for granted. And yes, I do take it for granted sometimes um, as proof is like sometimes I just have lazy days and I do absolutely nothing where I could have been productive. Um, or like there are times when I could have played with the kids and I decided just to sit there and do nothing. Um, but uh going back and like when you think about it like those are the things that i'm grateful for so i try to be present as much as i can obviously nobody's perfect uh so i, I miss those moments sometimes but i try to be present as much as i can and when i am it's those three things life family and uh health i like it boom you got three. Sames. Um, oh, man. I'm always bad at the, the thankful things because I'm really just thankful for, like, all that we have. But uh, first one, family for sure. Like, um, thankful for our family and our, like, our extended family. Um, there have just been, like, Good times, great times, bad times, indifferent times. Um, and just having the family there with you is always, like, it's just grounding. Um, so that would be my number one thing. My number two thing is just um, stability in life. So, um, like, materialistic a little bit, but just sometimes I'll just be in the house and it'll, like, like, this is our house. These are our things. Um, because, you know, when you're a kid or a teenager growing up, like, everything is just your parents. Like, you have all these things and you have a house. You have furniture. You have 
food or whatever and you don't really like think about all that goes into having those things so just being able to provide for our family and have stability is something I'm extremely thankful for um and then the last one uh I would I would also say health um I mean, I'm indifferent to like the things that you said because I just, I dislike working out. I dislike exercising. Um, but being able to get out and play with the kids at the park or, or go do things with them, um, that's something that I'm, I'm thankful for because I know there are families out there who, whose people's parents are going through or just people's family in general are going through things where they can't be be present for the holidays and and that's that's never a a pleasant feeling so thankful for that as well boom that's all she wrote that's it all right i think we'll 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 wrap it up there you guys got a good one tonight with all of our arguments yeah still angry i know you got anything else? I don't. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Yeah, you better not. <laughs> Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see y'all next week. Later. Later. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Later. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, we'll see y'all next week. Later.